when I was in uh, when I was in college, I used we used one of those and watched uh, Shoot 'Em Up. Did you ever see that movie with uh, Clive Owen? Oh yeah, that where like he kills a guy with a carrot. Or yeah, something he like. kills a guy yeah. with a carrot, yeah. and we we clicked it every single time he killed someone. And at the by the end of the movie, we had it, we had figured out that he averaged to one point two kills per minute. Holy shit! In, the, in that movie, that's like, beautiful. Yeah, it was, and that was, and we had to estimate because at one point he jumps out of an airplane and kills people on the way down, and we just you just assume that every time he shot his gun, someone died. <laughs> someone died because that's you know that's how the movie had been up to that yeah. point. Yeah, that movie's dope as hell, man. It is. It's he so he good. delivers a baby and then shoots the umbilical cord. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> I watched it with Marion. She appreciated it a little bit less than I did, but still, like, it's it's so absurd that like you get into it. It's phenomenal. Welcome to the Brose Podcast, where everything's made up and the points don't matter. <laughs> no, I like it. I like. It. <laughs> I'm not mad at it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Welcome to Brose, the worldwide leader in sports. My name is Matt Casnell, and joining me as they always do are my bros in Rose. To my right, Mr. Rich Sweeten. Yay, lacrosse. To my left, Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hello. <laughs> and across us, reporting live from Bristol, Connecticut, Tim Hansen. Hi. What's up, buddy? I don't I know where it. Bristol is. <laughs> Bristol's where uh, ESPN's headquarters are located. I, I was, oh, that sounds sportsy. I was really hoping we were all going to just take some sort of obscure yeah. sport after I said yay lacrosse. Yeah, my yeah. Uh, hello and hi ally. That's what I should have said. <laughs> Sean didn't, so I couldn't keep going. Yeah, I, did, I didn't. I was, I was no. just I was caught off guard by <laughs> off the train. Yeah, it's always really <laughs> and then I was like, oh, let's just throw a sports one in there. <laughs> uh, welcome to the Brose podcast, available as always on uh, not iTunes anymore because it doesn't exist. Um, or they're getting rid of it. Did you hear about this? <gasps> no. Well, no, we're, I did. we are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Apple sports. Podcasts. Uh, they're just, they're just phasing out the iTunes, like the program, like the name, uh. everything. Um, so it's not the iTunes store anymore. It's the Apple Music Store and oh. then Apple Podcasts. Okay. So I'm going to have to update that thing eventually. Eventually. <laughs> uh, but we also are available on Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, TuneIn, and anywhere else you can get podcasts. Um, because this is this is an important work that we do here, uh, gentlemen. It's, it's a public service. It's really like a utility. It's the point. most important. It's the most important because you you, you send us our questions, uh, your questions. Uh, you don't send us our <laughs> no, questions. No, no, no. Send us our questions. Send us well, a, the, if you knew what I was thinking beforehand or any of us, that would be fun. Yeah. Um, but send us your questions about life, the universe, and everything, and we'll answer them for you over a couple glasses of delicious rosé. Uh, and if you have those questions for us, send them to us at brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. Um, before we get into the questions, though, uh, we're all drinking uh, a delicious beverage of some sort this evening. Indeed. Uh, who would like to start by discussing what they're uh, drinking? I will. Uh, I'll start. All right. I am drinking. Um, I believe this is Polo. P-O-L-O. Or would it be Polo? Mm-hmm. Polo. It, we don't know. I don't know. It depends know. on where the creek is. If it's somewhere, if it's in a Spanish speaking country, it's mm-hmm. Polo. Uh, yes. Hamburg. So Germany. It uh, does not help me. I'm going to yeah. say Polo. Yeah, Polo's gonna, good. So Polo <laughs> Creek, it's a Moscato Rosé. Uh, it's got two um, uh, um, seahorses on it. They're kissing. It's adorable. Oh. So far, I like it. For nice. a less than $5 bottle of wine, I yeah. like it a lot. We're delving into dangerous territory here, the dangerous waters of the $5 or less bottles of Rosé. The, the so danger, dangerous waters of Polo Creek. Nah. There we yeah. go. It seems that that the less than five dollars is really hit or miss. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because yeah. it was a hard miss on me last. Hard time. miss <laughs> with a uh, huevos. Huevos. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was a hard miss on everybody last yeah. week. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. literally miss, last week. Too. Miss me with your huevos, <laughs> uh, uh, Sean. What are you drinking? I am drinking Kaya Rose. It's from uh, Monterey County. It's a 2017 Rose, and I'm gonna the. Um, well, tasting notes say, our winemakers have been making rosé before it was trendy. Now the secret is out, and we invite you to discover what we have known a long time. Rosé is great year-round and enjoyed for multiple occasions. 
enjoy from that's from kaya specifically hmm. um and it is it's good it is a i don't know a, a slightly above average a okay. little bit more sweet than i'd like mm-hmm. but i would i would drink it again yeah. so i'm back back in back at the back in the game baby i'm back baby <laughs> no more huevos yeah. no huevos no, no i'm huevos. feeling that's I, that's the first wine that i have not finished yeah it's still not done two what? weeks later yikes such a disappointment. Uh, see, so. I, I, it was interesting. I was at the liquor store this weekend, and the, the the rose I had last week was Kim Crawford rose, and I was not particularly a big fan of it. But then I saw that they make other wines that are like pretty highly rated. Like uh, I, they're like like they're white wines, or they're there's there's something else that they made that was like really highly rated. I'm like, really, these guys? Yeah, it might sure? just be that they're trying to cash in on the rose trend. Like it it's just big. It's big money yeah. to make a pink wine, and yeah. It, it is a trend. The, the, I was looking at the rosés because I was looking for uh, champagne to bring home, and uh, the rosés were right next to it, so I started looking, and the guy stocking the shelves is like, you looking for anything specific? I'm like, nah, I'm just browsing. And he said, yeah, man. A couple of rich old white guys got a hold of the got a hold of this idea, and all of a sudden he starts gesturing all the shelves. Uh, it was it was wild. Uh, There's a ton of uh, options, uh, especially in like the thirty to fifty dollar range, which is um, alarming. Oh yeah, absolutely. Tim, what are you drinking this evening? That is way too much for a rosé. It's uh, for an average rosé, way too much. Yeah, uh, I am drinking Sancerre Appalachian something or other. I don't know. There's a lot of Frenchy looking words on the front of this bottle. Uh, it's Brolicious. Yeah. Oh, it's Brolicious. Brolicious. It's a 2018 Pinot Noir Rosé, and it's very good. That's the move. The Pinot Noir Rosé. It's it's a winner. It's a winner every time. Crushing I specifically yeah. looked for a Pinot Noir Rosé because that's where we keep ending up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they're good. Martha's now trying it for her her opinion. Mar- Martha Martha is off screen uh, enjoying the she Pinot Noir Rosé. She approves. I also, want to, I also want to apologize to our, our mass of European listeners because so far we had the word looks Spanish. It's German. <laughs> we don't know how to pronounce it. And we got a bunch of Frenchy looking words on the front. And FYI, I looked on the back. It's from Moldova, not Germany. <laughs> no, Moldova, which is... Near we, the Russia area. We, like, oh, okay. So it's Eastern it's European. Like, yeah. We yeah, just Eastern sent European. Donald Trump over to Britain for uh, Memorial for D-Day, and now we're over here going, oh, these weird Euro, <laughs> Euro words. <laughs> Can't handle it. Polo. Silly frogs. Silly frogs. <laughs> I, now, ladies and gentlemen, when these episodes come out, it will be the month of July. Uh, and for those of you who are not aware, uh, July, right around the beginning of July, July 11th, is my birthday among many other birthdays so we are celebrating it this evening i am celebrating it not with a glass of rosé but with a delicious glass of the Macallan highland sc- single malt scotch whiskey a 12 year from my good friend mr tim hansen yeah hey and he's 12 yes he's 12 years old okay yeah this was this was from the year he was born classic 2006 uh, scotch. Uh, no, this is very good. This is a very above average scotch. Uh, I, I do enjoy it. Uh, the Macallan on the back says, our unfaltering obsession with selecting exceptional oak uh, casks and distilling sublime spirit brings an unsurpassed timeless quality to the Macallan. Distilled the Macallan dist- Distillery in Speyside, Scotland, this legendary single malt is exclusively matured in select sherry oak casks from Jerez, Spain, for a minimum of 12 years, this results in a satisfyingly rich and complex single malt. So, Tim, this is a minimum of 12 years. So it could be when you were born at, you know, 15 years ago. Yeah, obviously. One of those. Uh, this is a good scotch. This is a very good scotch. I am very pleased with it, and I will be enjoying uh, a glass of that this evening. We're on the glad brose, you like it. We're on the Brose podcast. It's matured. Matured. <laughs> matured. Oh, uh, yes, matured. We <laughs> oui, be. Oui. So I have in my hand the first envelope of questions. There are six questions in this envelope. This, uh, this envelope is an orange envelope with a single glass of rosé and an accompanying caption that says, this is one glass of rosé. Are you gentlemen ready for the brosé episode one envelope of questions? Let's do it. Yeah. In the words of Sam Jackson, hold on to your butts. Hold on to your butts. The first question out of this envelope, I'm going to send them flying everywhere <laughs> as we are, uh, want to do. Who has the most Twitter followers? Not it. My initial guess is it's either me or Richie, although I think Sean is close. I think it's, it's not Tim. I don't it's know. definitely not me. <laughs> Tim, I, Tim's Twitter presence is a little lacking. I have uh, 112 followers. Okay, I've got more than 112. I, I think I've got close to 200. 
I have 85. 85. Okay. So I have the most Twitter followers. 76. All right. Oh, I lied. I'm following 76 people. I have 18. <laughs> all those all those hot takes. Hot takes. Hot takes. I fluctuate between like 199 and 201 um, because it's always like I'm at 201 and then it's like it hits me hardest when like two bots unfollow me <laughs> and I get down to 199 because seeing the two go from a one is like, oh, oh. <laughs> like the 200 followers. Was there. Right yeah. Um, yeah, so I've, I've got the most Twitter followers, and it's obviously because of my very correct takes. Yes, because yeah, yeah. you have the most correct takes. I have the most correct takes of anybody here. Um, I, I don't know, like, it, like I've seen people, like, just random people I know from college with, like, a thousand Twitter followers, though, and I'm not 100% sure, like, are, they, are, are people just, like, replying to stuff more frequently? Like, what, what do you think, for, like, normal people, like, what do you think garners a bigger Twitter following? I think back early Twitter, at least, there used to be hashtag follow Fridays. I yes. don't really know if they happen much anymore. Oh, but yeah. I don't see that much anymore. Like yeah. People would just get a bunch of followers by doing hashtag follow Fridays. And a bunch of people would be tagged in the post. People would follow yeah, them. When there, were, there was less of there were there were less options. So mm-hmm. you would you would like just it was more. Yeah. Like more closely knit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's I just a saturated like, market now. Yeah. That too. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, well. I mean, everybody's sort of following everyone or at least can like get the other problem is, is that there are so many more ways. If you're not following somebody, there are so many more ways for a random person's uh, tweets to wind up in your feed because it's not just retweets and likes. But now it's just like, well, 30 people you follow like like, this the, you know, follow this guy. Yeah. Yeah. And so here's their tweet. So you don't even have to follow, you know, half the people that you wind up seeing the the tweets and thoughts of. Yeah. 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 The yeah. tweets and thoughts. Tweets, tweets and thoughts. Thoughts, <laughs> thoughts and tweets. Because listen, you can have tweets, tweets and thoughts. Because there could definitely be thoughts and tweets, but there are definitely a lot of tweets without a lot of thought. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So. All right. So I'm going to gain. My goal now is to see how easy it is mm. to get a thousand followers on Twitter. So I'm okay. going to be active about it. Yeah. Not just tweet the dumb shit I generally do. Yeah. You should do that to uh, at brose underscore podcast on Twitter mm. because... They only have like 13. <laughs> yeah, our uh, podcast is 13. That's amazing is that we 30. have that almost no crossover between like our followers. Like, because combined we've got, you know, if I'm doing the quick math here, we've got like over 400 followers combined, I would bet, or maybe mm. clo- or close to it. Um, but yeah, with 13 followers for Brose is, <laughs> no, is unacceptable. I don't, I don't know what it is. Apparently 27 just, followers. 27. Like, oh, okay. Apparently I'm just wow. bad at Twitter because yeah. I don't know how to get followers. Well, we have to get like, like, we have to do like, we have to get into like thirsty Twitter. Like just like <laughs> jumping on like the 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 meme of the day like but take a I, what we have to do is do stuff like I take a picture of you and Sean and being like name a better duo I'll wait <laughs> and do that but do shit like that like every day yeah. I, and I used to try to do that I used to try to do like hit the hashtag to see what is the most trending hashtag yeah nine times out of ten I'm like. I can't push this into coinciding with the podcast. Yeah. 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 It's, like, it's usually like Bolsonaro. Like, <laughs> mm, well, yeah, Brazil. Hashtag, we, podcast. Yeah, hashtag sure. we stand with France. Um, <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. Yes, we do. <laughs> we do. Their wines are exceptional. Yes. <laughs> While you're, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's some, some like horrible tragedy that's happened or something, like trying to get on board. Um, yeah. All right. So uh, if you got hints for how to, to bolster our, our Twitter footprint, uh, we could definitely definitely use it um we also i figured that when we started um jennifer uh is it simonetti brian yeah uh, Yeah. the jedi wine master yeah jedi wine master um she follows us yeah does she follow us she she i just checked okay oh nice we're also followed by uh, a premier south jersey uh cleaning service (laughs) <laughs> well, at least it's not one of those fly-by-night cleaning services <laughs> um <laughs> call the maid but i would have figured that that would have helped too when she was like like some because yeah, i don't know i like just just the interaction the the impressions yeah, with her I, yeah. but guess she, not. she just because you reply doesn't mean your reply is going to go on your feed and then <sighs> true yeah, it's just yeah. true social media that's hard yeah i think one of the re- you have to be more like engage. you have to be constantly mm-hmm. engaged and I, I worry, I think, I worry that I will be more annoying than I already am. Like, yeah. I consistently, every tweet, I put yeah. out someone texts me or tells me to my face that, that it was dumb and I shouldn't have tweeted it. <laughs> Why Wait, would you really? do that? <laughs> yeah, oh. for real. I, wow. Yell on the other day, uh, Rich. I, I'm you not... shit for I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a street in the sheet and a sheet in the street. No. <laughs> 
I, it was great. I'm not giving you shit. I'm just saying I sighed He's giving you so sheep. hard when I saw that. I was just like, oh, man. Yeah. Well, like, I'm not saying uh, don't do it. I'm not saying it's annoying. No. That's, I completely expect that from you. Yeah. So until you get the big retweet from uh, old 50 tweets Tim Hansen over here uh, for your uh, your Bohemian Rhapsody about anti-vaxxers over the weekend. Oh, my God. It was so good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, by the yeah, way, this, this is probably appropriate time. I know we usually do this at the end of the show, but since we've been talking about Twitter for 10 minutes, uh, we should just say our Twitter handle so that if you want to get our followers above, you know, 50 to 200 followers <laughs> uh, so we can actually like, you know, throw throw our weight around a little bit. Uh, Rich, what's your Twitter handle? At B underscore Walnuts. Tim, what's your Twitter handle? At Tim R. Hansen. Sean. At Hey, it's SOB. Mine is M. Kaznell, M-K-A-S-Z-N-E-L. And our podcast handle is Brose underscore podcast so uh go follow all of us because that would be sweet that'd be yes. dope as hell um, very swell yeah swell right. and, and you know what while we're on Gigali. social media find us on facebook as well brose podcasts i heard only old people use that uh, yeah, yeah. Well, but yeah it's not my space we are yeah. 30 it's true. yeah uh yeah <laughs> officially as of this recording <laughs> i will be hitting the big 3-0 and not it whew, yeah tim finally the uh the the younger the the only one in his 20s by the end of this uh, recording, I believe. How yes. you feeling? Spry? I'm, yeah, I Full mean, I'm losing disaster. my hair, but whatever. <laughs> um, the I'm, next go, I'm going gray. <laughs> yeah. We'll be, well, listen, we're, 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 we're getting there with I, you. It's I just a matter of when. I can't tell you guys how often I pull out grays out of my beard. So I'm I it, keep them. Yeah. I lean into it. I'm like, man, I'm a distinguished as it, fuck. It's, yeah, it depends. If they're like sticking out, I'll I'll pull them. But if they're like blended in properly, I'm like, that looks nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The next question: highs and lows. What was your high this week, and what was your low? Your high mm. moment and your low moment of the week. Hmm. That's a tough one because it's Monday. True. Well, let's, <laughs> let's, let's go with the do, last Sunday yeah, period. Go Leia, yeah. Yeah, with the, yeah I, I figured that. Um, high and low. I'll go. So this is a thing that uh, Mary's family does that I she uh, I was introduced fairly early in our relationship. Like they'll have dinner and at the end as like a like what was what was good or bad about the week. And my uh, so last week we went to see uh, Mastodon. And Coheed and Cambria at yeah, the we BB&T, did. and that was probably my high. It was super fun. Yeah, it was a great concert. Um, generally, I like there to be some like audience back and forth with bands, but Mastodon just machine gun through their set, and yeah. I was all about it. I was yeah. like, "Fucking melt my face, please!" <laughs> and anytime I've seen Mastodon, that's what they do. It's just yeah. straight yeah. up play the. And songs. I think when when your musicianship is at a certain level, you can get away with just yeah. being like, "I'm going." Yeah. Yeah. Like the first like the first time they talked to the audience was after they'd played the their whole album. <laughs> yeah. They went to the last four songs and and they notice they don't waste any time because they're like that was our album and now our guitarist Bill is going to scrape your nuts across the concrete <laughs> with High Road. Like that was like the, the line. That was the thing that he said during the show. Watch uh, FYI, High Road. That was the tour debut of that song. We were the first was place it? that they played High Road. That's pretty sweet. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um yeah, Mastodon has um at least one to two songs per album, as I explained to Alex that, uh, not that I explained to him, but that was my observation. Like they have one to two songs, every album that sound like you're on like the pirate ship from hell. Um, <laughs> it's like Matt high road pirate ship from hell, uh, black tongue, which they played two songs later, pirate ship from hell. It's got that like seafaring swing beat to yeah. it. Um, anyway, so when they, when they close out their set with, uh, blood and thunder, blood and thunder, I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Like yeah. house down. Yeah. So okay. that was your high. So the Mastodon was show was, yeah. uh, Cody uh was, was and then really my low was I took off on Thursday cause I, I was not feeling well in quotes. Like mm. I was just like, uh, and then I was not feeling well. And then also I looked and I hadn't taken a sick day this year. So I was like, I think I'm sick today. (laughs) (laughs) And then cut to four o'clock and I am actually sick. You're welcome. (laughs) Yes. I'm actually sick because of someone in this room. (laughs) We Richie. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, it wasn't me this time. I promise. We had to record. I was I was on like like a ton of Dayquil. <laughs> I thought I was in the clear. I'm sorry. Yes, it's fine. But now it means that both you and you, Richie and Matt, have made my entire family sick. 
How is Snake feeling? He's not feeling great. He, he just it just got to him. Oh no, <laughs> poor kid. Well, at least it's not like right before summer vacation or anything like that. <laughs> well, you know, it's right before he's getting out of the way. Oh, so okay, it's right okay. before summer vacation, and he's he's not okay. Done so he's, he's not at school yet. No, okay, no, no. That's he good. Gets that's to good. Take okay. a day off. That's so good. he's he's thankful to you then. There you go. You're yeah. welcome, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> um, so sorry about you being sick. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, Tim, what was your high and low from the last week? Um, I guess my high would be. I don't even remember what day it was, but we just had a really nice, quiet, relaxing night. I think it might have been Friday night after we got back from Philadelphia. But just like being able to relax, enjoy each other's company and just be. Yeah. Because I feel like we've been constantly running around. That's good. Uh, And then I guess my low point would be all day today Hmm. because it's just been a fucking nightmare. What is it something like work? Oh, yeah. Work, work has just been a fucking nightmare. Like we our receiving department is just practically non-existent. Yeah. And then we had like special jobs or a special job that was supposed to go out Friday. And they like had us had me and a couple other people like rounding shit up Thursday. And then Friday pops up and they're like, oh, by the way, I said we had these. We don't. It so seems like, to be well, you're fuck. on the wrong end of these understaffing like crossed wires kind of things on a yeah. pretty routine basis. And, and because my my vendor like supplies so many things, mm. the odds are good that it's going to be my shit missing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's why you have the Brose podcast. You step into yeah. the sp- safe space to, to to let all that out and then you drink some some delicious rosé. <laughs> yeah, so, of so, course the healthy way to cope with your problems. Yeah. So today was just hunting down more shit and then they're like, "Oh, by the way, here's like 50 things that didn't get received last week and you have to figure out whether they actually didn't come in or like receiving is just fucking dumb. Yeah. And half of it was one, half of it was the other. And I'm like, Oh, here's the stuff you guys like had me losing my mind to get. And they're like, Oh, well, we found it. We don't need this anymore. So Sean, your low point was, was illness related, but like you, you had taken the day off of work and then you actually got sick. Yeah. Um, uh, Tim's was work related, uh, just nonsense at work. Uh, Rich, what about you? Hi. Um, hmm. I'd have to say the past like week and a half or so has been very hectic work wise to the point where like I am feeling slightly overworked and overstressed. And like last week was just nuts, especially literally the day after we recorded last week, the Tuesday after it was just a nuts day, like busy at work, constantly stressing out about that. I was super tired after we had recorded, drinking half a bottle of a not, or maybe more than a bottle of not that good of a wine. And then I ended up, I was at dinner at my parents and I I ended up getting up and leaving halfway through dinner and just going home. Hmm. Cause mm-hmm. I was, I, I tend to sometimes kind of be the punching bag for the family and they may be saying things in jest, but some of the things are just not things I like to hear. Mm. Like they like, oh, everything's always about you. And you because uh, I was talking about my birthday, how mm. I want to go do axe throwing. Mm-hmm. And my birthday just happens to be three days before my mom's birthday. Mm-hmm. So my birthday always takes up the weekend of my mom's birthday as well, somehow, because it's just where we fall. So I was like, oh, I think I'm going to do axe throwing on the Friday before my birthday. Why is it about you? Why can't mom have a birthday? Why? And it's just mom like. Mom wants to go axe throwing. Mom probably does want to go axe throwing. Here's the thing. I talked to mom this weekend. She wants to go to Dinosaur Park. Guess mm. when we're going to Dinosaur Park? Mm. On my birthday for her birthday. There we go. Mm. It works. It's That's just. They, they always. My brother and sister primarily give me crap about like, what do you not like us? Do you not like hanging out with your nieces? And, stuff? and just. Over time, whether it's a joke or not, is just a hurtful thing to hear. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think it's it's well, that seems like one of those things that you're self conscious about, and like you worry yeah, about, like yeah. you're like, am I not spending enough time with you guys? Yeah, and it's like it's a legitimate concern because we're adults, and we you know sometimes yeah. I worry about that with with you guys too. Like, am I not like, yeah, like you know? I, and and if someone were to say something like that in jest, yeah. like, what you don't want to hang out with me? Yeah, it would make me feel bad, even though I know, like, I would know you're kidding. Like, it would just be yeah. like, yeah, 
It just hits. It hits a nerve. Yeah, yeah it so, does. You know, I always tell you hit a nerve. Like if you, if you're like trying to bust your buddy's balls or something like that, and then like they go like, well, "What are you saying?" I, I've yeah. done that in college before, where like I like somebody um I I was somebody was giving a presentation for something, and uh, they they had joked to me about um like the quality of like a it was, it was like a simulation of some sort, and it involved them like giving like a fake press release. And they like flubbed a couple of lines and like he was joking about it. And mm-hmm. so I, I mistakenly took this an invitation to like rib him about it later. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, yeah. he's like, oh, we got an A on the Simulax. I'm like, oh, was it because of the uh, the perfectly delivered <laughs> press release? He's like, what do you mean? That was the best part. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> uh, and, and, and that, at that point, you backpedal and, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, no, they were great, man. <laughs> it was awesome. Um, so it, well, that was your low point. What was your high point? Uh, my high point would... um. Would probably have to also be Coheed and Macedon. Mostly yeah. Coheed. I mm-hmm. was like super giddy, super excited. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know if you guys heard, but you might have because I screamed at the top of my lungs. But when they did the gutter, yeah, I was just like I was going <laughs> wild. I think I pissed somebody off because I screamed "Call your mother" way too loud. <laughs> <laughs> well, somebody that, that was on the touch the nerves thing. Somebody was like, "I've been thinking. Listen, it's been a few years." <laughs> anymore no like like that that's also one of the funniest lyrics i've ever heard at a show is call your mother yeah like and to have an entire stadium of people just sing call your mother to the 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 band i'm just like that's like that's a co-ed trope is like finding like a very childish kind of line but making it because it's a a whole story about like space serial killers like it sounds very fucked up the the, the lead of these the set of albums vaxis is the son of the two main characters from this album Mm -hmm. so it's exactly what it was and i was just like oh that's such a great lyric and i can't wait to sing it (laughs) and so like the first time i just sang it normally the second time i just belted it at the top of my lungs like blew out my vocal cords and i was just like it was worth it i don't care yeah it was an awesome show. Yeah, it was um, so good. I will start with my low point. My low point was also work related. It was it was one of those things. Like so, I, I on Friday I I left a little bit early. There was a a volunteer event through work that I was leaving for, and I was supposed to leave at like three thirty for it. And um, I work a, a bit of a weird schedule, so I work ten hours a day Tuesday through Friday, and I don't work on Mondays, which is typically awesome. But it also means that Friday I really have to have like everything I need to have done done because it's sitting for another extra day if I'm not. Mm-hmm. Um, so invariably at like three o'clock, some, you know, it's, it's one of those things where like you have a call scheduled for two fifteen, it gets pushed back, it gets pushed back, it gets pushed back. And you warn the person like, Hey, by the way, I I'm leaving at three thirty. So if you're planning on doing this call, you know, I, I need to be out of here. And of course it, you know, runs late. And while I'm on the call, I have an email for something that I have to address before I leave. And so it's the inevitable, like I've done everything. You do everything possible to plan for that moment. And it's still, you know, you wind up being late. So that was frustrating. Cause it was just like, I, at some point I just cut it off and left. I'm like, I'll deal with all this next week. Like we've all been there. It's, yeah. it's just, it's frustrating. Cause then you're just like fuming on the way out the door. Like, <laughs> yeah. I cannot wait. You just give them the double bird to everybody. <laughs> like even people you like you nothing to do with it. Yeah. Um, so I, that was my, my low point it was just like frustrated getting out of there. But then like, you know, I was gone and then it was awesome. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah. and then, uh, and then the high point was the Cody and Cambria show. Um, there were, so many lights at the Coheed. <laughs> oh, the Coheed set. Yeah. I kept having All the like lights. the, the thought, lights. like I was like, man, if you had epilepsy, <laughs> oh, it's over. <laughs> well, it was, was great. It, <laughs> was it Mastodon at one point? And you're like covering your eyes, like moving around. Was, there was one like spotlight that kept going up and yeah. down, and every time it it would just go right directly into my eyes. I was sitting right next to him. It didn't bother me at all. Yeah. It was right in his eyes. It's right there. And, and Mastodon, like they had the film, like they have like an animated film or a set of animations going in the background during their set. But like it was sort of daytime and they just didn't have like aside from that, they don't have like a ton of lights going. Yeah. And they put a curtain up so they could set up the Coheed bit. And it could not have been a more like diametric opposite where <laughs> they have the curtain up and then there's like shadows of the three band members. Oh, like man. it's Kiss. <laughs> and then they drop the curtain and it's just whole. Oh, my God. Like yeah. This is why, you know, this is why the like, like every light in the city is is can't work right now. Because all the power is <laughs> in the BBT Pavilion for these light shows. Um, yeah, that was, that was a phenomenal show. Everybody sounded great. Mastodon was awesome. They played one of my favorite albums from theirs back Mm -hmm. to front or front to back. Um, and then Coheed played like damn near everything I wanted them to. And then a bunch of weird stuff that I wasn't expecting them to. Uh, it was a, it was a very fun show. Um, the the crazy thing is I was looking at the set list because I always do this for every show. Check out the set list, listen to it beforehand. 
because I like to know what's coming up and stuff because I can't just sit there and wait. And mm-hmm. Stone Pony up in North Jersey got one extra song over everybody. Yeah. So far, I've they, well, they got started one. early too. That was a really early. Did they show, start apparently. early? Okay. The Stone Pony, I think they've got um, stricter rules because it's an outdoor theater, yeah. an outdoor show, so they might have to start earlier. Yeah. But. So they had they had one extra song, and it's like some of the uh, some of the songs from previous sets, like two weeks ago, uh, were like we didn't we got Delirium Trigger, but we didn't get uh, we didn't get Delirium Trigger. We we, we did. got uh, Gravity's Union. Gravity's Union. We didn't get Delirium Trigger, and we also didn't get Great Making uh, Slingers. Yeah, that's it. Which infuriates and, me because I love yeah. that song. Oh, I was so like, good. I was like, that's yeah. such a good song. And Why I, don't we have it? Because I looked that up. Because so I looked it up after the show, and I saw that they had played Great Makers and Gunslingers, and they had not. They had played that a few weeks ago, but now they're playing the Pavilion, which yeah. is a new song. The album, which is like perfectly middle of the road like fine song <laughs> yeah. like, they seem to like it a lot more than everybody else does yeah. they made like a music video for it it's a single and i'm like boy this is a very average song like, it's fine. <laughs> um, and then and then i was like okay it's fine they played the pavilion it's a good arena rock kind of thing and then afterwards i'm like they could have played that like the most badass like riff that they've done yeah like speed like it's this yeah. like hard rock in 80s type of song and instead they played that and i'm like that 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 bothered me but I, it was a, a phenomenal show the whole way through i will say and i apologize for this openly now because i felt like such a complete ass taking a picture and not realizing auto flash was on Ooh. um <laughs> what a dick <laughs> I, I covered my phone up immediately as soon as it started to flash i covered it up immediately yeah but it was like it was halfway through the show mm-hmm. And it was just one point where the lights started to dim, and I'm like, this is an awesome picture, and I start to go take the shot, and it flashed, fuck! Yeah. <laughs> it's been an entire show, and it didn't happen. Ruined everything. I felt terrible, but... What a yeah. fuck up by Rich. <laughs> that was, so that was good. Highs and lows. I like, yeah. I like that. I like that. I wouldn't mind doing that as like a regular uh, thing <laughs> yeah. on the show. It was good. It's cathartic, <laughs> and also like reminds you, like, yeah, things weren't that bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I had some good, some bad. Ladies and gentlemen, it's roadshow time once again. Yeah. Oh, so there is an attached folder right here. Uh, and uh, as we did last time, when Sean absolutely nailed the push me pull you, uh, <laughs> uh, each, uh, each of us will have a chance to look at the photo, describe it to the, to the listeners. And then we have to guess what we think it is, what its use is, and it's appraisal value. So that's the answer key. And here is the picture. This picture looks like a, Oh boy. A ceramic devil is it ceramic or is it wood i, I can't tell it might be wood uh yeah it might be yeah. i think it actually is wood you're right and it's sitting in like a cart of some sort that almost looks like an escalator and it's got a pitchfork uh equally wooden pitchfork yes and i can't tell how big it is no it could either be the size of a three-year-old mm-hmm. or like on a table <laughs> can you show that to tim while uh, we're looking yeah, at that it's so, also thank like, you sir kind yeah. of sexy <laughs> it it does the, the look on his face is a little it's definitely tiny because he's sitting on a table uh i can't tell i think that might, i think you're right he, I, I couldn't tell if that was a table or just a weird carpet i was gonna say it could be the yeah. center of a rug i i think he's on a table okay in the foreground and it's just everyone else is in the background yeah i think it's probably like yeah. a foot foot and a half tall so what do you guys think it is or what it does okay so the sexy devil Sexy devil. Uh, yeah, it is. It's got like a little buck tooth action going, but yeah, it does have it a. It has like a sassy. It's yeah. Sassiness it's called Southern Temptation because of the buck tooth. <laughs> God damn it. Hello. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. I, has, and yeah, he has a trident or the pitchfork. Yeah. The, the regular. Yeah. The, the devil's pitchfork. I could not for the life of me get start on what this actually mm. is. The only thing I could posit is if. His two horns, or its two horns, like, do something. Like, it's a nutcracker. I think it's just a decorative item. I really think it's just a decorative item. It has wheels. But yeah. So I'm I'm going to say it's part of a toy train set. That would be such That's a fucked up idea. toy. Yes. Okay. Can you, can you hold it up to the camera again? Yeah. One another look. Yeah, yeah. So it's, got, it's got a set of, like, four, like, uh, spinet the, wheels or spinneret wheels yeah, on the bottom. Oh, yeah. I'm a little and they bit... they go in, like, any direction. Uh, yeah, it looks, that's it looks why like. I'm saying I'm... Yeah, maybe not. I'm going to take back that it's a train because it can go any any which way. I think it's but supposed loose. to be part of, like, a train of toys, but maybe not on a track. Like, those old wooden ones that used to be all together with, yeah. like, a duck on the front. Or like a bunch of ducks. Sure. Oh, with like a and you pull by a string. Yeah. Mm, that's a good. I'm gonna I'm go with something like that. Okay. 
I'm going to go with Dutch. a nutcracker because why the hell not? Like, I'm just going to say the the antenna crack knots or something weird like that. We're going to go 275 $275? Okay. Uh, let's see. I mean, the craftsmanship... <laughs> The, the wooden craftsmanship, the whittling that they had to do for this thing. Yeah. It depends on actually how big or small this thing is. If it's like under a foot, mm-hmm. I think it could go upwards of maybe $500 because it is kind of fairly detailed. But if it's like bigger than a foot and a half to two feet, it's not going to be worth more than 100 bucks. I give it like four inches. Hmm. I'm going to say about 500 bucks. Um... Yeah, the depth perception thing is really the uh, the winner here. But I do think based on like the focus and everything, I think Tim's right that that's a small table. So it's a small item. Um, but I also have a feeling that something like this, like this is uh, like something older. This is part like this is appears to be like a one of a kind type of item or like one of 10 kind of item just based on the way it's like hand painted and everything. I'm going to say this is like eight hundred and fifty dollars. OK, I think that it's like for a puppet show like it is a prop for a puppet show or something like that like a religious puppet show or something That's and i'm gonna okay. say i'm gonna agree that i think it's one of a kind and i'm gonna say wait is it close without going over no we're not doing it's it's yeah, just it's closest just okay closest. closest period i'm gonna say it is fifteen hundred dollars so he has so Sean actually has- no i'm gonna go crazy on this one i'm gonna say it's like five thousand dollars oh here we it's go it's something bonkers now, it's five thousand dollars eight hundred and one now yeah, we're no, no we're not we're not doing <laughs> i'm not doing that eight hundred and one <laughs> right about that life so uh, spirit uh, of the game so sean at 5k <laughs> uh i said 850 rich you said how much i said 500 okay uh rich said 500 and, and tim you said how much 275. All right, 500, and Tim said 275. Rich, yeah, uh, the have, answer, please. I have the answer. So, oh. it is, the name of the object is Carved Wood Devil Figure from 1925. Okay, that's pretty old. Use, folk art. I figured decorative piece. Okay, folk folk art. Art. I, th- I think you're right. That's... Yeah. Um, appraisal. You're the winner. Oh, no. <laughs> Eight thousand oh, to ten thousand dollars. This is an embarrassment. <laughs> our, our Why? Be ashamed of itself. Listen, eight eight to eight undefeated champion. So, so for nineteen twenty-five, it is fairly detailed. It does look in pretty good condition. It's a wooden figure. They whittled it down. Mm-hmm. Like I said, depending on how big or small this thing is, I can understand it being yeah. pricey. Not ten thousand dollars. Yeah, pricey. but I need. I think then. It being ten thousand dollars makes that means me it's got to be made by somebody specific. Yeah. yeah, and I think it has to be bigger than we're thinking. Yeah, we will post the picture online as we did with the previous uh, game. We will get a picture of this and yeah. show it to y'all. Mm-hmm. And uh, and again, uh, the Antiques Roadshow <laughs> providing us content for like you know how many about thirty years it's been on the air. <laughs> years. Like absolutely incredible. All right, good, good. Is this the old question or is this the? Uh the, I think it's the, one of the old that's ones. highs and lows. Okay, so uh, let's move on. We have three more questions left in this envelope. We're moving right along here. Which is worth worth <laughs> worth? Um, <laughs> which is worse, Mark Zuckerberg of Facebook or Elizabeth Holmes of Theranos? Theranos. Theranos. So who the fuck is that? Yeah. So Elizabeth. I'm Holmes. showing my cards here because I don't know who this is. <laughs> so Elizabeth Holmes was a she was a woman who started a a company called theranos and they purported to have basically like it was kind of like a keurig for medical tests so you'd put your hand in it would take a tiny bit of blood and then it would be able to tell you if you have any diseases or anything like that uh the thing about that and they they sold it to a bunch of like a bunch of pharmacies and things like that under the assertion that it worked, but the thing is, it didn't work mm. at all. It probably took a bit, took, made a bit, had a bit of a hit. Yes, <laughs> but uh, she just lied about it for a very long time. I'm looking her up. There now. is she was a 19 when she started this company. Yeah, so she started a medical company without finishing college, mm. and uh, I think her only uh, business experience was that she had a rich parent. Okay. Um. So there is a a documentary about her on HBO that's very good that I can't remember the name of. But this question I think is hard if no one else knows who she is because at the end of the day everyone it would you mean if you don't know. Yeah. This is yeah, this is specific. I 
just on first blush, again, I, I didn't know who this woman was or this company was until moments ago. Just on first blush, the fact that you're promising something like a, a medical revelation that could change people's lives and then you can't. Uh, I'm going to guess that she's probably worse. But well, it was. I, it's also that then people are at, are making medical decisions based on incomplete data. Sure. Yeah. 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 So like you're you're. Facebook may be responsible for people dying in different ways, but like it seems like she's more actively involved. She was like lying about people's health. Watching that uh that that second episode of the new season of Black Mirror, you're gonna be like, oh, Facebook kills people left and right. Mm -hmm. But something like this, like you said, yeah, it's giving you false information. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm gonna go off the cuff and be like, neither of these two, Tom from MySpace, he is the worst. Here we go. Just because I didn't what? want to be his damn friend, and I had to be his friend. Finally, somebody holding Tom from MySpace <laughs> accountable for that. The hero we need, but he, don't deserve. He's gotten the pass for too long. <laughs> yeah, that's enough. Riding the gravy train. Hot take. All right, here, hot take. Tom he just wants to be low. Tom, worse than the woman who told people that they could figure out what diseases they had um, and claim that she made millions of dollars. Yeah. Uh, Tim, Elizabeth Holmes or Mark Zuckerberg, worst. Uh, definitely going homes. Yeah. Most yeah. of what people hate about Mark Zuckerberg is like invasion of privacy and all this other stuff. And it's like your privacy has been bullshit outside of Facebook for decades. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you don't realize that is kind of like well, the, yeah. the problem. With, the problem is that everyone is that Zuckerberg was doing this and it's all in the terms of service that you click yeah. when you go into Facebook. Yes, you need a law degree to understand all that shit. But you click agree to it as soon as you sign in, basically. Correct. So, like, yeah, I understand being upset, but he legally is doing this thing because you said, I agree to it. Yeah. And but that's is, is it good that he does it? No. But you're letting what him- exactly are we afraid of that our browsing history is being used to sell ads and all this other stuff? Uh, I mean, it it depends on so that that's the big question is like, do you know what you're agreeing to? And, you know, there's a three mile long terms of service on Facebook and everything like that. And then there's also the liberal, the the sort of squishy definition of like, OK, we could give this to our affiliates, which I mean, geez, at this point, the web that Facebook has, it could be damn near anybody. Yeah. A lot like, of Google I'm, stuff is exactly the same. Well, yeah, yeah. No, no. And why are we up in arms about Google? I think we are. I think we're not as up in arms about Facebook as Facebook is, is supposed to be a carefree, fun thing. And Google is much more like I think people look at Google more as a tool than they do Facebook. Yeah. Um, but I, th- I think people are kind of up in arms about Google now. I mean, they're, they're it seems like they're constantly like under scrutiny from like the EU specifically. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, YouTube's been going through a ton of shit with the EU. But their their laws, their their media and privacy laws are just nuts over there. Like, yeah, you can't watch last week tonight over in in Europe. Yeah, yeah, it's bonkers. Like, yeah, it's nuts. It's weird. It's weird. Yes. Yeah, their their copyright stuff. I understand their point and what they're aiming for, but it's like e- expecting far too much, too quickly, and just massively unrealistic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think the the only I think the way you would answer Zuckerberg, and I think it might have been alluded to for is like, hey you are changing the paradigm of like public discourse. You are, you are getting people to believe the most extreme things, but I don't like, I think Facebook would be Facebook is much to blame for that as like a lot of, of social platforms. Like as I mentioned YouTube before uh, Twitter is in there. Like there's a lot of reasons why um, public discourse has sort of gone off the deep end. Uh, whereas with yeah. uh, this, this was, I, and, and there's intent is also part of it too. Like this, this Elizabeth Holmes woman, like again, from the three seconds of this on Wikipedia, <laughs> um, but like, yeah, not only were the tests wildly inaccurate, uh, but uh, like the blood testing wildly inaccurate within its own, like even compared to itself, like it was just like not consistent in any way, but also, you know, she like valued her company at like a hundred million dollars. And it turns out they'd only made like a hundred thousand yeah. in that yeah. year. Like, yeah, it's like there's, there's very evidently malicious intent here that I don't think, like Zuckerberg might be like a like a useful idiot in some way, uh, like yeah. for for the people who are trying to manipulate his platform. But Elizabeth yes. Holmes is genuinely genuinely bad. Yeah. Uh. So yeah. So if you want to learn more about Elizabeth Holmes, yes. because she's also a bad person. I'm very curious. There's the this. documentary The Inventor Out for Blood in Silicon Valley, which mm-hmm. is an HBO documentary. It's really good. It goes into everything. Also, there's an episode of the podcast Behind the Bastards about her. There are two episodes. Um, and it is very, they go into all of the things that she's done Mm -hmm. and 
I think it it is a hard toss up because I think there I think it ends up being your active participation in something bad versus being complicit in it. So like Zuckerberg, I think is complicit in a lot of the bad stuff that happens, and he he like at the end of the day he is benefiting from outrage engagement from outrage, mm-hmm. and so it's it's i think it's more for me it's more of a toss-up i think uh but i would say elizabeth holmes because she's like she knew that people would be hurt by the thing that she was lying about right like it's it seems a little bit more active i think than zuckerberg where it seems like he's just doesn't really care and it's uh, but it's but it is other people doing the bad things you can paint it within his you can paint a picture of zuckerberg saying like I am just giving people what they clearly want. Statistically, look at this engagement's way up. Yeah, because people are on, exactly on Facebook screaming at each other. Yeah, you know this is what they want. I am providing them an avenue to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus, also yeah. Zuckerberg's evolved into what it is now, whereas his original intention wasn't for it to. <laughs> he just be, wanted a Mac. He just, yeah, he yeah. wanted to rate women. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, okay. Well, I mean, <laughs> he basically made hot or not, and then uh, it evolved into Facebook. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's also not a good dude, but I think I think Elizabeth Holmes, because of and in this moment thinking about it, I think the active nature, like she was actively hurting people as opposed to just facilitating people hurting mm-hmm. each other. It's it is a it, I think it's a kind of a more gray area, but <laughs> whatever. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think, Sean, you uh, discerning between more or less complacency and direct intent is yeah. on the nose. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, I, I'm very curious about this woman now. I'm going to go back and listen to that podcast you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Question number five. What is the right number of whisks to own? W-H-I-S-K-S whisks, the kitchen tool. <laughs> What is oh, the correct boy. number of whisks to own? I, I think Tim knows where this question originated because yep. I've never had this conversation with Mary. No. <laughs> like, how many whisks do I have? This is not like one of the questions I had with the priest before I got married. <laughs> it's not like one of those, like, if you haven't talked about the whisks, you can't be ready to settle down. Uh, Tim, what is the correct number of whisks? I mean, to me, like one big one and like one medium to small size one. But this came out from uh, Martha's Bridal Shower where it seemed like, and I definitely exaggerated the number now that we've gone through it all, but I'm like, we got like eight whisks. Why the fuck do we need eight whisks? This is bullshit. Yeah. Uh, we only got three. <laughs> she's she's holding her hands she's up holding behind up you, Tim. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we only got three and we're keeping two. So you got like 10 whisks. Oh, can I get for... a whisk? Because I don't have one. Yeah. You, you need a whisk, whisk? Rich? I, I so had it's one. more than zero. <laughs> I've also got an extra <laughs> hammer. You want a hammer? Yeah. I, I had a whisk, but like it was old. My grandparents won. And then I bought a new one. And I don't know why, but I ended up just throwing it out because I think it like mm-hmm. might have been. That's not. Whisk. Yeah, we have an extra <laughs> hammer because uh, Jeff Bezos decided to double your brother's order. Oh, nice. And uh, so now we have an extra hammer that I <laughs> nice. definitely don't need. Well, why don't you give me the extra hammer and you can give Rich one of your 14 whisks? 35. <laughs> Sounds whisks. good. One of our 37 <laughs> whisks. Yeah, we need 37 whisks. Yeah. I mean, 82 whisks <laughs> is an appropriate number. Yeah. yeah. So I I would say two to three is probably the right amount. Yeah. Like a. At least two is probably good in case like you use one and then realize, oh, shit. And like, you know, you don't want to dirty again or you don't feel like washing yeah. off or something like that. Like in case, listen, in case the first one fails in its duties mm-hmm. or falls in the, in the line of duty, you want to have, you know, somebody to step in and be the next man up. Yeah. So. Yeah. so And I like having a smaller one because if you're only yeah. doing like a small batch, it, it's it's dumb to use a big fucking whisk. Yeah. Like, I think it's three whisks. I big, agree. Medium, small. Fair. I would say. I would say four, but mm-hmm. it's big, medium, small, and then maybe an extra medium, mm-hmm. just in case. Just in case. Well, yeah, I, it depends on how much you're whisking. It's true. Uh, it's I whisk true. a lot, and I also hate doing dishes, so I'll use the big one, and then the little one, and then the medium one, and then the other medium yeah. one. Yeah. I want tiny whisk that binging with Babish has, because that thing oh, is the adorable. the tiniest whisk? 
So you can scramble one egg. Yes. Like you can harangue like a like what a fork's for. So Tim, you need a big, medium, and small whisk, and then if you you want to use your other thirty four sets of whisks uh, of three, uh, then you can use yeah. those as your backups for each of the sizes. I I use them to throw at people as they walk by my apartment. That's yeah. probably not well, a good I mean, way to do yourself. To when you have several thousand that. whisks, you can just that's, do whatever you want. That's that's when you sure. you throw it at people. You're like you need to mix it up in your life. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you like that? Well, there's four thousand more where that came from. <laughs> just FYI, Sean, I cite it myself for that question. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. I'm sorry, you need to mix it up. It's just too good. <laughs> you need to mix it up. All right. So, so 7,500 whisks. So yeah. what? What? <laughs> so so beyond one million whisks, which seems unreasonable for the average buyer. Yeah. No, it's, I don't it's even know how we fit in the apartment. No. Uh, yeah, your your apartment is a whisk. Yeah. <laughs> it is just so you live in. A I live whisk in a whisk. Now. Mind the whisk. It just doesn't do well <laughs> in the rain. You just need to get a tank. And the the cannon attachment is just yeah. a whisk. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> anyway, what is the what is the, one number, glass, guys. the number of whisks? And a real <laughs> a real life person should have two to three. Two to three. Two Good. or three. Yeah. 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 I'd be happy with two. I would not be upset with somebody who had three. Yeah. Four. I'm sort of starting to I'm, raise my eyebrows. I'm I'm that overachiever. And I'm like I like that one extra. Like uh, when I'm packing, also, I always get like the extra three underwears yeah. just in case. Mm. Like I want that one extra. Whisk I think it also depends on what, what what you're cooking. Like if you're cooking all the time or you're baking a lot, then you need more whisks. But sure. I yeah. think a regular person. Two, three whisks. Yeah. You're G to G. If you're Tim, three billion. Yeah, like 18 factorial. <laughs> you need a 18 factorial is not enough. No, it's not, it's not no. nearly enough. Too much whisk. It's definitely enough not three whisk. billion. <laughs> 18 factorial to the 18th factorial to the 18th factorial. A horrifying nightmare of whisks at Tim's yes. apartment. <laughs> Tim's apartment of infinite whisks. Yeah. The ninth circle of whisks. <laughs> the last question. Is it ever okay to propose at someone else's wedding? No. No. Fucking no. It's a fucking hard no. <laughs> no. No. Under no. It is not your day. Simmer the fuck down. Yes. yes. There are 364 other days in the year. If no. you can't, if, if it is important, if, if having your family, presumably like family or friends or something like that, presumably the reason that you would do this is either A, you're a sociopath or B, um, <laughs> you want like f- friends or like people adjacent to you to be present to see the event. And if you aren't close enough with your friends to where or your family to where the only event that they're all going to be around is someone else's wedding, then maybe it shouldn't be that important to you to have them around. Well, even if that's the case, just say, hey, can you stay around for one extra day? I'm going to propose the next day. Yeah. Now, I was, was going to just that. fucking like, wait. If you happen to be at, say, in the Bahamas for uh, like a destination wedding and they get married on Saturday and everyone's there through Monday, is it okay to get engaged on Sunday? I think to like, Sean's point, I think that's probably okay, but I would... I, it has to be after the ceremony. After the ceremony. So yes. like, say they get married on Saturday. And I would still Saturday, ask the bride and groom. Sunday, yeah. yeah. Ask the bride and groom, like, do you mind if I do this? But... Yeah, the day after, all right, fine. I mean, well, I'm I'm thinking like in in our case, we got married at in like Blackwood in yeah. Jersey. It wasn't like a destination, yeah. so like the next day would be fine. But I think if you're away, away you destination wedding, I would say no because the entire point of that trip is the entire celebration of that wedding. Okay, that's reasonable. That's, I can buy that. Yeah, I could. I can dig it. Yeah. Yeah. Can you it's, dig it? It's just as acceptable as getting engaged at a sporting event. It, you just don't Which do is it. not. It's, it's not acceptable. <laughs> yeah, please just do don't do it. Stop it. No. Stop. There's no reason. Like, Waiting for the kiss cam yeah. to get engaged during the ceremony of somebody else's wedding. That's the perfect time. <laughs> what if you screw up and do it during like the Bernie cam at the Phillies game? And everybody's like doing like the the, the Bernie or like the Carlton one. Yeah. Everybody's doing the Carlton dance and suddenly you're like, hey, by the way, you want to do this for the rest of your life? Somebody hits the ring. Oh, fuck. There it goes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Da, 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 da. Is that why they no longer ask? Are there any objections to this? I do. Do you yeah. want to marry me? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. God. I called dibs. Yeah. <laughs> I called shoddy on this one. All right. Yeah. So it's never acceptable. It's not under any, no, no circumstances acceptable to. Uh, to propose on someone else's wedding day. It's about them. Get the fuck over yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, I, this, I, I don't know. This is making me very upset. Man, like, I don't know. Just, How dare you? you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it's just, it's just hot takes. Classless. Like it's, it's all the hot takes. Yeah. It is not a hot take. It is a perfectly acceptable take. Yeah. Reasonably room temperature take. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't. It's, it's like cool take at this point. Like it's yeah. frozen. Like you don't frozen. do it. Yeah. I, I think you have to be some different level of self-involved to not think about the fact that it's someone else's wedding that you're or you're that vindictive in which case go fuck yourself yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah either way I, I i can't think of a good reason if listeners if you can think of a good reason to get engaged at someone else's wedding i'm please I want to yes that. please tell me no i would have gotten engaged during vincent's wedding just to get back at him but oh, yeah. i'm kidding no, i wouldn't have done that no no no, no, no. <laughs> besides the llama wasn't ready then yeah, yeah the, llama wasn't ready. the llama wasn't yeah. ready um yeah. we're taking a break yeah. <laughs> um, yeah listen everybody's got bumps in the road it's okay mm-hmm. um so those are all the questions we're going to close out this episode uh with with a little bit of tim hansen Tim Hansen has, has some thoughts on his mind, and we want to discuss them during a segment that we're calling the House of Hansen. Yeah, yeah. Tim, what would you like to discuss this evening? Uh, I wanted to throw a shout out to all the wonderful people who helped uh, pull together Martha's uh, bridal shower this past Sunday. Uh, Mama Dietz, my mom, the one and only Jenna Murray Casnell, mm. the fabulous. I know her. Uh, Miss Mary O'Brien. Yes. Mrs. Said. Mary O'Brien. Mrs. Mary O'Brien. Uh, Ava Murray. When, first, when you first said that, I thought I heard Mrs. Murray O'Brien. I was like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> We're yeah. just making names another, up there's now. There's another branch of this tree I didn't know existed. <laughs> uh, Jenna's lovely mom yes. uh, who helped put many things together including our wonderful wishing well which is just chilling in our uh, uh living room at the moment mm. uh janie debus uh jennifer koenig andrew deets george deets the whole deets family mm. liz um george's wife and uh just everybody who could make it out enjoy the festivities um share in the pre-celebration of our wedding yeah what? Yeah. It's a good time. Martha's telling me to thank her dad, too. He's never going to hear this. But thanks, thanks, uh, Ogre. Yeah, we appreciate yeah, it. There's no way. Uh, <laughs> also, tell Martha to get a mic or get out of the room. <laughs> okay, pretty much. <laughs> um, yeah, down. So, so you, had, you had a good time? I mean, do, um, how much of that were you there for? How much were you uh, present? Uh, we actually, I actually ended up staying for the whole thing. Uh, originally, the plan was that the couple of male family members who were escorting other people, we were going to go to like Marsh Creek and uh, like go canoeing, kayaking. And then everyone kind of just decided, eh, fuck it, let's just hang out. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So uh, did I send you guys a picture of me all prettied up in ribbons and whatnot? So Tim sent um, our our brose chat group on Facebook, sent us a photo uh, yesterday of him and Martha at at the party. And I'm going to describe this to the best of my ability. Uh, Martha is in, fabulous is in, as fuck. Martha's, in, Martha's uh, they're, they're sitting next to each other. Martha's uh, laughing in a lovely dress. And Tim is holding a bouquet of uh, seasonal flowers, uh, wearing a bandana made of, uh, I believe, a gift ribbon um, and a pin that says it's it's a purple. It says groom to be groom to be. It's okay. All right. Um, and uh, legs crossed, wearing sunglasses, looking uh, very hot. And looking looking like he's ready to 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 get out there. A little bit like that devil. (laughs) A little bit like yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? He does that little. You should put a side by side picture. I'm okay with that. (laughs) He had a little bit of that. Come here, big boy. Look to his face. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, big guy. Hey, buddy. Um, that's great, man. I'm glad. I'm glad it was a a lovely time. It sounded like a lovely time. Yeah. Yeah. So it was fun. Uh, We're trying to figure out where to put all of our new lovely. Whisks, accoutrements, and whisks. Yeah. Where are you going to find room for all the other stuff now that you have all those whisks? <laughs> I mean, the whisks have hollow parts in the end, so we'll just put stuff in the end of the whisks. <laughs> whisks and whisks and whisks. Yeah, like yeah, that's what you do with your broom. Like instead of having like the the broom hanger, you just like stack like three whisks <laughs> downward, and they just yeah we sw- we sweep with whisks now. Yeah, that's oh, yeah, works. you know what? That saves yeah. space. <laughs> yeah, good idea, good idea. This is gonna be a big windfall when you sell all the other stuff that you got and just <laughs> replace all your household wares with whisks. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. So it was great. We were glad to see everybody, and uh, so, uh, mostly surprised Martha. 
Nice. <laughs> Nicely surprised. Yeah. That's good. It's it's hard to, to like fully surprise somebody with anything, like any sort of party. Like I tried to throw a surprise birthday party for my wife a couple weeks ago. And uh, yeah, she wasn't surprised. Like, like she, was ha- she was happy. Like she was sort of like, oh my God, I didn't know this was happening. But like also like her dad parked right in front of the restaurant. So like there's always, there's always something. Why is daddy here? Yeah. I was like, oh, and it wasn't like, it wasn't one of those things where it's like, oh, the license plate looks similar and it's a similar car. It's like he drove like a, he drives like a two door Honda that they haven't made for 30 years <laughs> so it's like this is the only car that could be that so there's always like one factor that seems to tip them off a, to somebody off a little bit to a surprise party yeah when mom and dad didn't show up for uh, choir singing at church it was a day giveaway oh uh, okay yeah see there you go but like it's that's still like it's a, like it's, a, it's an excited thing because it's like oh that's suspicious what could it be yeah hmm. how exciting yeah that's awesome man you're a couple months away yeah you ready? yeah uh, three months and four days a lot of big changes on the brose podcast we got uh, Tim, Tim and Martha, uh, they get getting married at the official Brose wedding. Yes, <laughs> the official Brose wedding. As I'm sure Martha's thrilled. Uh, <laughs> got the official co-sponsorship. Uh, and at the time you're hearing this, uh, Sean, you're you're going to be a papa. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Papa. When, when is the uh, when this, is this one This one comes out. This, comes out. <laughs> this is Matt's birthday episode, so you are. It should be past uh, due date. So you'll either be there, or you'll be close. Okay, yeah. yeah. I'll either be there, will either be a little baby, or yeah. I will be stressing out because it's coming at any minute. Yeah, any minute, and Mary's gonna be furious at the baby. That like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> two yeah. weeks. Um, we've got we've going got, on trampolines or whatever. Yeah. We've also got Matt turn on the big thirty. The big three zero. <sighs> How's it feel? Well, so far it's fine because uh, <laughs> I'm still 29. But uh, it's a lot like 29. Feels but not. a lot like 29 did. Uh, I don't know. I mean, what, what, what was? I'll ask you guys. What was it like when when you turned 30? Uh, Sean and Sean and Rich specifically. Uh, it's fine. It's I. It was no. I don't know. Nothing changed. I'm just 30 now. It's not. Yeah. There's. I think when you're younger, it 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 matters a lot more mm-hmm. because you get more freedom as you get older like you're 18 you can vote you're 21 you can drink but when you're 30 you're just like i'm old yeah i voted around number yeah but around number in five years i can run for president yeah yeah so that's what i'm looking forward to. so i had an appointment with a nutritionist today Uh, i've seen nutritionists periodically and um we're just getting updates on like weight goals and things like that and i was like oh well because right now i'm about uh full disclosure i'm about 250 pounds right now not an ideal weight um a little high for me you but um you don't look 250, no. but you are freaking tall. I'm a little tall, so that's part <laughs> of it. Um, but I've been much lower than that. So I would talk, we, we would talk, oh, so what's your goal ultimately? Because I've lost some weight since the last time I saw her. And I was like, well, you know, my my, my lightest, at least in the last couple of years, I've been down to like 215 or something mm-hmm. like that. And uh, she was like, well, when were you 215? I'm like, eh, I think I was like maybe 24 or something like that. She's like, eh, it's probably not happening anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Like, maybe go for like 225, 230. I'm yeah. like, okay. Um, but that, that's the other thing is that as you get older, you start to get the freedom to be like, well, you know, I don't have to run X number of miles of the treadmill. I could run two miles less. I could run three miles of the treadmill and I'd be just fine. I could yeah. run. And then in 10 years, I'll be like, oh, I'll run two miles. And then in 10 years, after I'll that, run two like, minutes. Yeah, I'll look at a treadmill. <laughs> yeah. I'll be by the gym. I'll look at the TV. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we'll see how everything goes with the the life developments of the Brose podcast. Yeah. I've got cookies. That's what I've got, guys. Ooh, yeah, cookies <laughs> right now. Cookies. Big, Big no, I wish coming. I had cookies right Just now. I, I thought I actually I went to uh, Aldi before we recorded today to get dinner, mm-hmm. and they had nothing for me there except for cookies, and I almost really? bought them. Yeah, I was so mad. I'd, well, you can yeah. go on Twitter to complain about it if you want. Oh, the I will. Aldi I, Twitter. Uh, you can tweet from your handle at. B underscore walnuts. And then complain to Aldi about the lack of cookies. Um, Sean, if you want to retweet that, you would do... At hey, it's SOB. Uh, and Tim, if you wanted to like that tweet, where would they find you to do that? At Timar Hansen. And when I block Richie for his Aldi uh, takes, uh, I will do it for my <laughs> handle, which is MKASNEL. That's M-K-A-S-Z-N-E-L. The podcast is available at brose underscore podcast. Uh, please go follow us. Uh, as we discussed earlier, we have a woefully low number of followers on um, pretty much all of our accounts, let's be honest. Yeah. So, uh, so we're influencers. We're movers and shakers. Yeah, we're movers <laughs> and shakers, and we can't get there. We can't influence the people without your help. <laughs> we can't move or shake No, without your help. Help. There'll be no shaking. We're very static. Uh, but of course, uh, our Facebook page is also at Brose Podcast if you want to follow us there. And if you have a question for our show, uh, you can email it to us to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. Um, special thanks as always to Mary O'Brien for compiling our questions. Uh, Shannon Vogel 
uh, of Shannon Vogel Photography, who designed our logo and whose wares are now available on Etsy. Yeah. Um, and of course, our music is our theme music is "When" by Stephen Siebert, uh, whose music is available at Free Music Archive. Uh, Rich, talk about PodQuest. Uh, yeah, I do PodQuest. We're a weekly nerd roundtable. Uh, E3 is this week, so like, listen like six weeks ago, yeah, and you'll have gotten our uh, E3 updates. Some serious E3 takes. Um, I co-host the Keystone Coast to Coast podcast. Uh, as of this date, which is uh, June the uh, 10th, we're recording tomorrow, uh, which will probably be a NBA Finals uh, Stanley Cup uh, recap preview type thing. Uh, we are watching Game 5 of Warriors Raptors right now. Uh, so we'll be discussing that a little bit and also probably saying a lot of wrong things about the sporting world. Uh, and <laughs> and uh, I also edit the podcast Under Pressure, The Hidden Story of Pregnancy and Preeclampsia, um, which you can find on SoundCloud. Uh, say goodbye to the listeners, everyone. Bye. Goodbye. Hasta la vista. For Tim Hansen, for Sean O'Brien, and Rich Sweeten. My name is Matt Casnell, <laughs> reminding you to be smart about being stupid. What happened to the Action Moves team? Oh crap, I forgot about the Action Moves team! You fuck.